Hello everyone, how are you all? You are listening to me, Natalie Miller-Snell, and this is Seize the Day. Now, in today's show, I thought I would explore metaphors. And what is a metaphor? We'll do that in just a moment. But metaphors, how we use them in life, how we can use them in life to support our actions, endeavours, way forwards, answering questions, and also how we can find the lesson and everything that's gone on in our life, how we can find stories that we can then use to help elevate our lives. Now, I'm first off going to read to you from from the dictionary definition in Google. I'm going to read you what it says here for a metaphor. A figure of speech in which a word or phrase literally denoting one kind of object or idea is used in place of another to suggest a likeness or analogy between them. So there are some examples here when I scroll down. Their words cut deeper than a knife. Now, words don't literally cut into objects. So, you know, there's, there's the metaphor there. Drowning in a sea of paperwork. We don't actually drown in it, but we can be totally smothered in work we've got going on. So it's kind of using that example, using an object, using a thing to help us replace and describe something else differently. And now metaphors work really great in coaching because it gives us an opportunity to view a situation slightly differently or come to a solution because we've creatively viewed the challenge in a different way. And it's something I use often. I'll use imagery. I'll get my clients to draw, to write perhaps as well, just so we can tap into the brain slightly differently. And we can think differently about our challenges and we can see them in a, in a new light, if you like, and just come about them at a different angle to see what's going on or how we might be able to find a, a, an answer to our, you know, our challenge that we might have or a solution. So that's metaphors. We use them all the time and we're probably not even consciously aware that we're doing it. However, we can flip that on its head and creatively go about finding metaphors and using them. So I'm going to start with metaphors first and then we'll come on to an idea around how to find the lesson. Now, if you cast your mind back a few weeks ago, I had the fabulous Michael Bungay Senior on my show. It was such an amazing show. It was so great to have him on. And during the show, he actually did a live example of using metaphors. And he used my branded logo, which is behind me on my wall, took the egg timer from it and actually used it as a way to talk about what might be going on in your life in terms of boiling an egg. Are you underboiled? Are you overboiled? Where's the right moment? I mean, it was, it was really brilliant to listen to. And there, I mean, and I use metaphors in a lot of the, the kind of emails that I write or posts that I make. When I'm out walking, I get a lot of inspiration. But the idea is I look at something when I'm out. How can I relate that to things that folk might be struggling with or the clients have mentioned to me before or something that's going on for myself? How do I relate that and make that kind of almost a teachable thing that we can all use and practice within our lives? And also I sat in on a really fantastic group coaching session recently, maybe a month or so ago, held by the fabulous Sandra Wiles, who I adore, and Di West, dynamic duo. And the the session was entitled um, Metaphors. And in fact, I think it might have coincided when my podcast was out too with with Michael Bungay Senior. Anyway, so the exercise they got us to do was to think about a challenge that we had going on in our lives at the moment. And then we were asked to pop out into the garden or into your room or into a yard or whatever you might have near you and explore it for objects that you could use or we could use as metaphors to help with our challenge. 
Now, my challenge was trying to find more time. That was my the thing that came to mind when they asked the question, okay, just write down what's the challenge. So I'd encourage you to do this as well. And if you want to then pause or do it afterwards, try this exercise. It's really powerful. So my challenge was trying to find more time. I then took to my garden and I found three incredible things that jumped out to me that really helped with my challenge. Now, first off was a pool net. My boys had their um, their pool up since the weather was incredible throughout summer. And it was a, a net. And whilst I used that to clean out the leaves from their pool when, you know, f- for them when they're swimming, when I looked at it in that moment, it represented catching the moments that I needed to make sure that I was aware I was present and I was there to capture the moments. What are they? What did I need? What did I need to do or say yes to? And it was re- it was really deep and really profound seeing that. Then the second thing I saw were the weeds in the garden. Now, the growing weeds told me to be more present in that moment, you know, to actually clean up, to spend more time in the garden, to give it some TLC, not be sat at my desk and to literally clear the weeds out from around me in that moment. But equally, it also, for me, referred to cleaning the mess in my office, tidying up, getting more organised. I'm a, I really like a great space to work in. I'm a, you know, I'm a planner. So when I've got things organized around me and when things are not in chaos, when it's clear, I don't have paperwork everywhere. I think it was at that moment I purchased the remarkable tablet. I don't know if any of you have seen it, but basically it's like using paper, but it's a tablet. There's no, it's not um, a smart device in the sense that it doesn't have notifications or anything like that. It's just a It's a fantastic way, an alternative way to use paper, but this is really like paper and I adore it. I absolutely love it. So yeah, I might have bought this at that time as well to help with my clutter. So I had the pool net, which was really great about capturing moments. I then had the weeds that I saw, which helped me think about, right, be present, what's going on and clear the the weeds around me. You know, what do I need to tidy up? And then I saw my Buddha. I absolutely adore my Buddha. He's just sat there. He's a waterfall and all the jets were, you know, spraying water out through this little kind of flower that he's holding. And this one actually spoke to me the loudest for so many reasons. And I'll just highlight a few for you. Some of the jets were flowing more strongly. So they had more, you know, the water was coming out more forcibly than the other ones, which didn't, some actually didn't even have a flow at all. And others were just quite light. And it reminded me to use time wisely, the 80-20 Pareto principle. And for those of you who aren't familiar, um, a chap in the, oh goodness, 1600s, I think, a chap called Pareto, he came up with Pareto's principle. He was basically his crop in Italy, 20% of the seeds that he sowed yielded 80% of the healthy crop. And then he applied this philosophy to a number of economic situations. Well, in fact, he applied it to land first off in Italy, learning that 20% of the population owned 80% of the land, which is staggering. And then, you know, similarly applied it to lots of economical um, situations. And it's used today as a great tool to help with time management and just general in terms of economic principles. So it reminded me of this thinking, you know, 20% of my time will drive 80% of my revenue. And, you know, where is that 20%? And am I growing the seeds in the right place? Or have I let the weeds, you know, take over, leaning into the the second point when I looked at the weeds earlier? And equally, being in my garden at that moment, and I was sat on the bench that we've got in the garden, 
um, it, it just gave me a new perspective because I don't often sit in, in that spot in the garden. And it helped me see things through a different lens, through a, a change of view that kind of lent into the idea for me that not to be sat at my desk again, to get out, see people, see things from a different lens. And that will help me in my path. So three really strong things that I found in the pool. I didn't feel if I found in the pool, I found in the garden, but the first one was related to a pool. Three things I didn't filter when I went out into the garden. I literally, the first three things that came to my mind, the net was right by the, the door. And at first when I looked at it, I thought, oh my goodness, you know, what does this mean? But then I allowed my mind to relax and it came to me immediately. The weed's the same in the Buddha. I would highly recommend doing this because it's so powerful. You can do it in your front room if you want. Pick up something with a question in mind and see how that can relate and answer and help you solve your question. Truly, truly powerful. And then also in terms of lessons, what's a really powerful thing to do is to write down absolutely everything that you see in your day, that you hear in your day. And that you do in your day and maybe give yourself these three brackets and write down everything that you heard, everything that you saw and everything that you do. And then what's the story in each of those when you write them down? So if I use my morning, for example, just a couple of things that that jump into my mind as examples. I was supposed to put or I was hoping to put a social media post up this past week on an event I've got coming up. However, I just haven't got round to it because I haven't been in the right headspace to do a post and I've just been a bit slack on my social media. And this morning I've had a conversation which indicates that potentially this thing's not going to happen anyway. So, you know, the lesson there is to actually not worry and not berate yourself for having a few quieter moments and not you know being online the whole time or putting yourself out there because actually it lent itself and it's leaned into being a really positive thing because if I'd talked about you know doing this event and it hadn't materialized that could have been quite a negative thing however I didn't speak about it I didn't post about it and it's not happening and it's not an issue which is brilliant Also as well, my diary, I had things fixed in my diary for this morning and I, you know, kind of wanted things to flow in a particular way. However, something got jumbled up with it and I've been able to change stuff around and it's actually flowed so much better. So again, being open for me, the learn with this one would be, is being open to change, being open to you know, things that come up and just flexing around it. You know, we want to get from A to B, but sometimes we might just need to, you know, wiggle and bend a bit to get there. And that's absolutely fine. So from two relatively small things this morning, for me, if I were to write down everything that happened, I'd probably get loads more. But from those two small items, the first one is not to worry if you're not plugged in. The world will still be there. And actually, sometimes there's a reason that we don't post you know, and and it worked out really well. So not to worry about it. And the second one, to, to adjust and be open to change and be open to flexibility and be open to things might not go exactly the route you, you think they will. And changing around is not a bad thing because actually it's given me more time back in the long run. And like I say, I'm sure if I were to write down everything from this morning, I would have loads more 
in terms of great lessons that I could use as a message or as a teaching or something in my emails or whatever, just even personally for me in terms of a journal entry. So really, really fabulous way of thinking about things. A, use metaphors. If you've got a challenge, you know, if you've got a garden, pop into your garden, have a look at objects that can help you and give you an idea for a solution. If it's in your house, the same, absolutely fine. Maybe that could be more interesting. You know, just find something, be open, no filter, and literally just pick up everything you see or the things that you're drawn to. Okay, how does this help me? What does this mean? You know, how can I use this as a substitute for my challenge and help me solve it? And then also, if you're wanting to find things to talk about or stories or look at how you can learn from your day and how you can implement things and how you can benefit from changes and have a great dialogue with yourself, write down everything that's happened for for one day or even just one morning, everything you see, everything you hear, everything you do. And then what's the lesson in there for you that you can use? Maybe you can talk to somebody about, maybe it can go in your own newsletter. What's the lesson there? So folks, I hope this has been useful for you. Welcome all of your, your views and thoughts. And if you do do this, please share. I would absolutely love to hear your metaphors and any lessons that you find. The next couple of weeks, I've got a couple of great guests lined up for you. Author Lynn Ames joins me. It's a really beautiful conversation, very rich. And also fabulous coach Cameron Beddy joins me too. There's actually, if I'm thinking about this now, there's a similarity in the kind of energetic and spiritual conversation I have with both of those two. Really beautiful. So I'm looking forward to sharing those with you. Look out for the shows. And I will also be popping out for you all a free downloadable coaching session with me that you can do on your own. It's about 20 minutes in length. However, the overall the overall coaching session will take about an hour because you will need to pause. But I will be sending that out for free. Just need to, you know, click on a link I hope and then pop your email in and I'll be sending it over to you so watch out for that coming out and in the meantime take care everybody look after yourself keep well you have been listening to seize the day with Natalie Miller Snell if you've enjoyed this show please head over to seize the day.simplecast.com for all of my other shows if you're interested to hear more about coaching please visit nmscoaching.co.uk If you'd like to chew the fat over some of the topics in these podcasts, please come and join me at my Facebook group, Dare to Be You. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening.